On LOL Radio, joining us on the line, we have Craig Cordemain, who's got a uh, brand new show at this year's Melbourne International Comedy Festival called The Court of Blood Prince. How's it going, Craig? Very well, guys. Thank you for having me. Absolute pleasure. Now, uh, people would have first come across your name back in 2016 as a Raw Comedy National Finalist. I'm hoping uh, I've achieved a few more things since. Um, <laughs> well, you yeah, certainly have. Point. You certainly have. That was the <laughs> the first time that you popped up on our uh, TV screens in particular. But you've since gone on to things like uh, black comedy and uh, you've been overseas doing quite a bit of uh, stuff over in London, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the Royal Final was um, pretty big at the time. It's funny when you go into that competition, um, it overwhelms you. And then when you get into stand-up, you realise, yeah, it's a good Small, step, but yep. it's definitely not the... <laughs> It's a be on and all and you relax a bit. Drop in the big uh, ocean. It is, but it's a really, really, a really great platform, actually. Some really good acts have um, had their first dig out and had a fair bit of success come from it. But um, brilliant way to cut your teeth. But probably the best tip I ever got was that your comedy career is not over if you don't win Raw. Yeah. <laughs> Very <laughs> much so. That was probably the best tip I got. Yeah. I think that's the thing that most people find out that, yeah, it's very much a stepping stone, gets you out into the the big wide comedy world. Oh, and performing in front of the Melbourne Town Hall, you know, packed full of relatives of the people you're competing against, so they boo you. And a real gauge of how comedy actually works. You know, it's a competition, as we all know. Yes, yeah. Glad I got that chance. So, yeah, you started off, I guess, coming with Raw, and then have gone on to play London's West End um, and then Black Comedy uh, most recently on uh, ABC TV. Well, that was an interesting one. So, uh, <laughs> the Black, Black Comedy was my first attempt at writing for TV and I found out very quickly, uh, look, they, they had me on to write for the second season and I found out that my sense of humour is different to what a lot of people, <laughs> people kind of anticipate. Yep, right? yep. Just what people expect as Indigenous yeah, people and indigenous comedians, and so yeah, it, like it was a good experience, but probably wasn't my thing. Yep, yeah. and that's why, and that's why I kind of um, I'm lucky enough now to be working on tonightly at ABC Tom Ballard's new show. Yeah, yep, yep. very much more my my wheelhouse because I'm a journalist by trade, mm-hmm. and um, you know, combining news and comedy is there are a lot of people they they struggle with it, but I find it really easy to do. Yep, I think it's one of the best ways to to actually tackle, you know, really serious issues is to kind of do take a, a, comedic, a, a comedic look at them because sometimes there's, there's issues that are really, really big and you can kind of, once you break it down into something that, you know, you can laugh at, you can understand it more and I think I think a lot of people kind of um, find that it's yeah, an easy way to process things. Uh, you tell me one thing that's not funny about Barnaby Joyce's situation, right? <laughs> well, that's exactly it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all ridiculous, and um, yeah. you know sometimes it's like shooting fish in a barrel. But that's yeah. the funny part about trying to do this show is that I think Jerry Seinfeld said it on that uh, comedy special with uh, Ricky Gervais. It's not, it's not should you, it's could you. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. sometimes we get news topics that people want us to do stories on. Like, can you make something funny out of say the meth situation? Yeah. Tell you what. Nah, nah, you can't sometimes. There's just some things that you can't make um, punchlines yeah. out of. But with situations like the Barnaby Joyce thing, yeah, the the free hits just yeah. writes itself. Um, yeah, pretty much. But I mean, it doesn't mean that we're not up to challenges. Like I've really enjoyed probably my favourite story that I've done with it nightly so far revolved around the Queensland government renaming 
a whole bunch of cities that had the N-word mm-hmm. in the title, yep. a whole bunch of landmarks. Yep. Yeah. And that, that was tough, but by the end of it, it was um, something really rewarding and funny, and it's something really different to what goes on Australian TV. I, I'm the first to admit, it's a little bit, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Caucasian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the phrase I'm looking for. But, um, yeah. you know, it's all stuff I try to address in my show. Well, yeah. speaking of news and uh, funny things, I believe you uh, just opened for Jim Jeffries. I did uh, last night, and that's still kind of sinking in. Yeah. Um, everyone's looking at me like, oh, you hung out with Jim Jeffries, you hung out with him, partied out. I was like, no, I'm just still letting them settle in. I don't actually, I, did, I think I had like two beers last night, and the rest of it was just me trying to figure out if I was dreaming or not. <laughs> uh, it was uh, surreal to go into the Sydney Opera House for like the, only the second time ever mm-hmm. yeah. and perform in front of a full concert hall. Um, it was probably, yeah, the most fun I've ever had on stage and, you know, I, you could get used to that. You yeah. know, playing in rooms that big uh, with everybody. Um, I don't know if Jim gets enough credit for how clever he is or how clever his um, audience members are. Because, yeah. Yeah, I know, I know he's got a lot of crash stuff and a lot of, like, um, perceived vile stuff. Yeah. And but in between, like there's some really nuanced, clever jokes to the point where I think my stuff is quite dark and political. Yep. And his audience were ahead of me yep. with a few of my punchlines, and it was it was so much fun, like playing to a an audience that that really know, gets you. The blessing, yeah, it's a blessing, especially as a comic. Yeah, to get up on stage and they just they know where you're going and they're going to will you, as opposed to last time when I was in Edinburgh, I did set list. Yep. yep. Oh wow. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> I did the set list in Edinburgh. Yeah. And most nights it's a really supportive group of people yep. who have your back, they'll see what you're trying to do and they'll but yep. on Saturday night. Yeah, baptism of fire. Tourists, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's drunk tourists who've just come from the football. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, they yeah. aren't giving you anything. <laughs> <laughs> Be funny or else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if you're gonna bomb, bomb in front of your heroes. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> it. <laughs> Which is exactly what I did. Oh, dear. Well, uh, it would put you in good stead for your uh, new run at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Your show's called uh, Quarter Blood Prince. Yeah, uh, it's, um, it's, a joke. it's a show about being a, a, a fair-skinned Aboriginal man in Australia, mm-hmm. but it's not really all uh, just about that. Like, it's so many odd things, like, especially even after last night. Uh, yeah. I, because of my appearance and because of how I don't fit into a lot of stereotypes, unfortunately, I get put in these really awkward positions yep. socially, whether it be as a journalist or whether it be as a comedian. And it's just lent itself to a whole bunch of... Um, some, some people might find them awkward stories. Yep. And there's yep, yep, a yep. point of recognition. Like if people hear the stories and like, oh my God, I did that. If they feel awful and then never want to experience it again, Yep. that's one thing but then there are people that are going to hear it recognise they do it feel embarrassed and then laugh and that's kind yep. of where I operate yeah 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 um, but if you're not willing to accept that sort of uh, the show is probably not for you <laughs> 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 yeah. but, um, I, I do find that uh, where a lot of the tension and uh, silliness that comes from uh, you know there are people that complain about a politically correct yep. world yeah um, yeah that, that became a bit, bit of a the hack job everybody talking about it but yeah. I just feel like if we actually allowed ourselves to be more honest about mm-hmm. what we think and how we say and all that sort of stuff we'd actually not solve a lot of problems but we'd actually just be able to enjoy ourselves a little bit more if you're just allowed to go yeah I stuffed up I should move yeah. now this sort of thing or, or I wasn't aware the worst yeah. one is when people don't want to admit that they didn't know something yes yeah, yeah. to be able to break it down yeah well I mean even last night 
after performing in it, like I've written a, a show about these awkward situations, but even after doing the best gig of my life, I still ended up having an awkward moment <laughs> after the gig in a green room. And, uh, you know, you can't even hide from it in the opera house. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, um, Is yeah, it going to so be a, I, uh, a late inclusion in the show? No, I'll tell you that story now. Oh, okay. No, no, no. It's a gentleman who, uh, you know, yeah, would be a... The, the big boys will have all the, the hangers-on and the, the media people and all those sort of... Uh, oh, I'm trying to think of a nice way of saying talentless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Those, yeah, those guys. <laughs> so those sort of people. And one fellow wanted to talk up his resume to me and uh, offered me some tickets to a show. And I said, okay, not a problem. And he said, yeah, just email me on Monday. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, but when you write the email, just... And he drunkenly, and he, he's throwing his hands around and he goes, oh, just email me on Monday and say, oh, remember me, I'm the Abbo guy you met backstage. Oh, oh no. Very and classy. The, th- the, the thing about this, right, this is, this is what I'm trying to get people to understand. After I told him off in a... Polite way. In my, in my, in my own certain way. Yep. And, um, and then he got all apologetic and started getting emotional about it. I try to emphasize the people that do this sort of stuff that situation is huge for them. Yeah, yeah. It's a real, real emotional experience for them. For me, that's I just think of them as number two hundred and seventy-four. Yes, yeah, yeah. And the long it's, list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a blip on the radar, and so those sort of things happen so often. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah. It's not only it's not only um, white people. I just talking with people of African descent or Indian descent. Yeah. yeah. In other countries. Yeah. We had all those sort of situations, and they're not all bad. Some of them are just straight up hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> as long as you're willing to accept that maybe you did it too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to do that with the show. So yeah. It's fun. yeah, I mean, that's what I'm. I'm lucky that in Edinburgh and London, and uh, you know, it, strangely enough, in Europe, these things are more easily spoken about. Yes, yeah. yep. But um, but at the same time, if Australians became more worldly and more inclusive. My jokes probably wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. It's a, <laughs> let's hope people stay ignorant for just at least, a, at least another couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, well, they've, they've got to uh, stay ignorant until the eighth of April, and yeah. then uh, <laughs> and then they can be enlightened after the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I'm happy to take full credit for that. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> well, your show is the Quarter Blood Prince playing at the Mantra on Russell. We'll stick all those details up on the LOL Radio Facebook page. Uh, thank you so much, Craig, for taking time out to chat tonight. Absolute pleasure. Thank you. We'll catch you later. Bye.